youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. What's up, everybody? I'm Dale. And also joining us... What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg. 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on YouTube, iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Make sure to rate us five stars. Also, you can help us afford to continue doing the show by donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. This episode is segments that I have picked from episodes 1 through 36 as my favorite segments. The first segment I picked was from episode 12, the Ryan from the Headlines IRS. The IRS lady doesn't gotta do the guy's taxes, but she fucks them. In the way that you would normally consider good. But he apparently didn't like it so much because his taxes never got done. Why I picked this topic is because of how Ryan... Well, I mean, it's Ryan from the headlines. And it's, in my opinion, one of the best Ryan from the headlines because of the way Ryan acts. Struggles through reading it. Laughs his fucking ass off about what the content is about. To me, it was so good because Ryan couldn't take it serious, but he was trying so hard to take it serious. And because Ryan was losing his mind, it causes me to lose my fucking mind. Because you know how you are when somebody's laughing their ass off and you can't help but laugh at them laughing. He was laughing so hard he was trying to breathe and he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. And it, it was funny because like, he was talking. It's like dying and you can't understand a word he's saying. Every now and then you could put like a couple words together, but that was about it. It became even funnier once uh, we uh, heard what it was, but as he was trying to get it out, it, uh, like, you just began laughing uncontrollably. Instead of reinstating what somebody says, why don't you, for yourself, go listen to Ryan from the Headlines from episode 12 and listen to Ryan talk about a man being raped by a tax lady. Apparently everybody Southern tonight. <laughs> Fire the goddamn there, boy! I get you a big meat right in your mouth. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth there, boy. I'm gonna make you squeal like a pig down by the river. You're gonna squeal like by the river. Nobody's gonna know anything either, cause you ain't gonna tell nobody. Oh god! I didn't even that funny. Oh my god. <laughs> my shit was out of fucking nowhere and way over the top, and I just couldn't. <laughs> I've heard it so many times that. Uh, I've, I've, heard it like, I've heard it a handful of times before, but I don't know if there's that pig meat in your mouth part at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. In this next segment, we like to call Ryan from the headlines. <laughs> And today's topic is, IRS agent seduced me, then didn't help me with audit. I felt like a cheap whore, says Vincent in August of, August 2011 at 9 p.m. on a warm night in Irving, Oregon. So basically, 
uh, Burroughs says that um, this lady has been from the IRS, his, um, his claims, was giving him flirtatious texts and flirtatious letters with her lips pressed against, this, uh, against the papers, saying that she wanted to have sex with him. Um, she, apparently, she came up to his house in some sexy lingerie, and they had sex. She said she was going to do my paperwork, Burroughs said in an interview with ABS News. She came up the stairs, knocked on the door. They went to the, his bedroom and had sex. Burroughs said and asked how he would carry on sexual encounter. Burroughs said, it was forced upon me. <laughs> so basically he got raped by the tax lady doing his taxes. This cost me to fucking life because he's losing his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ryan, would you fuck you with tax woman to get better taxes? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she was ugly too, she was probably fat. <laughs> I don't even know what he said. I think he's something engaged. I think I think he said something like watch she be fat or something like that. <laughs> oh my Stupid motherfucker. He <laughs> <laughs> let himself get raped. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> oh my god, I'm fucking crying. This life is so goddamn hard. <laughs> <clears throat> um. She said, um... So she tricked him into sex and didn't even do his taxes? Yeah, apparently. Don't you fucking hate that? So he got fucked more of the ways than one. Yeah, he got fucked in more ways than one. That's gonna <laughs> suck if you think about it. Now, how... Some chick about to come over and do your taxes, right? You're like, alright, cool. Bro and she fucking begs Anderson... you, so you're like, hell yeah. And then she's like, nah, I can't help you. How often does a female trick a male into sex? Not very. Well, she's, they said that uh, years ago, Burroughs said he was making good money as a contractor. When the economy hit the skids, his business dried up, qu quashing his hopes of becoming a full-time motorcycle racer. He got behind on his taxes by about 20000 figured. When the call came from the IRS a couple years later, it was Aberson on the line. Oh, wait a minute. I think I know you, Burroughs said. I go, okay, how do you know me? And she goes, do you race motorcycles? <laughs> Burroughs said Averson texted him a picture of herself, but did not. Di but he did not recognize her. When Averson told him he was being audited, Burroughs said it hit him hard. It's like and according, <laughs> according to Burroughs, he says, I am a stress case. I feel I'm going to cry right now, but I'm trying not to, he said. <laughs> He's going to cry. I want to see just, a picture of this bitch. She's got to be an ugly ass bitch. God damn it. So you, you, you think... Haggard uh, as fuck. You think because she works for the IRS, she has to be haggard as fuck? Is that what you're saying? 
No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if for him to be crying about that he just fucked some chick. Have you ever had that reaction before, Ryan? You fuck a chick and then you feel like crying afterwards? Because she was <laughs> so ugly? <coughs> no. So you're you're saying you've never had sex with an ugly girl? Yeah. I, I actually honestly never really uh, I don't know. I probably been I probably did if I was really totally drunk. Nick, have you ever wanted to cry after sex before? I've done it before. I've cried after sex before twice. <laughs> Bitch said she was fucking selling Girl Scout I fucking nabbed her in, went through her bag. No fucking Girl Scout cookies. What the fuck? Who's did all there was a piece of sh- piece of fucking papers like fill out what cookies you want? That's not how you fucking sell Girl Scout cookies. And that's how I. That's not how I get free fucking cookies. God damn it! So now she's buried in my backyard, and I, you know, I cried after. Uh, a week or so after the audit began, Burrow said he didn't. He hadn't gathered the papers he needed. He said Averson asked about stopping by to give him a hand. He agreed. Uh, then when uh. the encounter allegedly occurred, Burroughs described in greater detail what happened. She just pushed me. She just pushed, and I kind of. Went back and land and I landed like that. And she immediately came over, got on top of me, and started kissing me. Then she leaned up and started tearing my shirt off. <laughs> oh my! She's a freaky bitch. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, IRS style. <laughs> <laughs> they went into the bedroom. Burrows went on. <laughs> she, I, she put up there, like this, and spun flop on the bed. And then pulled me on top of her, and she, she she was kissing me. And then she rolled over on top of me. When she finished removing my clothes, removed her clothes, and things happened. If you want to check out the full segment, remember it's from episode 12, Ryan from the Headlines. Favorite segment, I picked one that I think quite a few of us actually picked, but it ended up on my list. And that's from episode 22, Have you ever caught someone masturbating or having sex, or have you ever been caught masturbating or having sex? Or, as I like to just limit it down to, caught jerking. Why did I love this segment? I felt like everyone had a pretty good answer. I mean, Raven's answer lacked a little bit. I felt like it it was was just hilarious because it's one of the things that really, really people don't talk about. You know, people don't talk about being caught. You may, like, joke with your friends about jerking off or fucking or whatever. You don't really talk about being caught. Or maybe you do. Maybe you're a sick fuck and that's the kind of thing that you that you normally talk about. I don't know. I don't feel like everyone talks about that on a normal basis. And I liked everyone's answers and found them quite entertaining. I wanna, yeah, Larry, Larry's was the best. Because, like, all of a sudden, like, <laughs> you just jumps in with his hand still in his pants. <laughs> I can't remember if I was there in person when that one happened or if I was there for one of the other times that it happened because that had happened happened more than once because I remember one time, I remember Ryan being there when it happened. What do you think, Greg? Whose was, who's was your favorite story? I'd have to say it would be uh, yours, Mike. Okay, it's just another one of those segments where it just seems like right out of a movie. Uh, when people have stories that seem so fucking just fake like there's like you're just like there's no fucking way that you did this and then you know it turns out to be true one one the one that gets me in this that actually really makes me laugh and and this is greg's because i can picture greg's the best aside from myself but i also really really like dale's because of the because of the result of what happens when dale gets caught 
So <laughs> go listen to this one. Here we go. Episode 22, Caught Jerkin. Have you ever had someone call you or catch you while you're masturbating or having sex? Or have you ever caught someone masturbating or having sex? There's never been any times where I've been caught because usually I try to be really discreet about it and my parents don't usually like just barge into my room whenever they uh whenever they want. So I mean uh that helps. I have caught my brothers doing it a couple times though. Like one time I was like I knocked on the door and I was just like, Hey what are you and he like just his like laptop shut and like hunches over his lap. He's like, Get the fuck out of here and I'm like, Oh shit and I like <laughs> just like slammed the door and i'm like oh fuck god damn so you like go in to ask him a question and he's he's in there trying to take care of business he just starts screaming at you yeah well yeah i mean because like he just like i just like i knock on the door to let him know i'm coming in but instead of saying anything because i wait a while he just ignores me and i'm like and i creak open the door a bit and i'm like can i and then he just slams the thing shut and like hunches over and like looks at me and screams get the fuck out and i'm just like oh shit <laughs> that had to have been a fucking awkward ass situation oh god it is how did you face him like after that eye contact was not made the rest of the day <laughs> that's true i don't like, think we ever did make eye contact for the rest of the day like when was the next time you spoke to him later that day i mean he cooled off after uh after a couple hours and like didn't seem to remember it actually so um he tried to pretend I'm pretty sure both of you happen. like felt shame <laughs> well <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i felt bad that i walked in on him i was like oh shit i didn't mean to interrupt your private time <laughs> seeing because Oops. of you he probably couldn't finish Right, he was like nervous. He was like wondering if he should just finish or <laughs> is my door gonna open again? <laughs> Probably one of the funniest ones that I've I've like caught somebody while they were like beating their shit. Dale and Mike know him. Uh, Dwayne, his little brother. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like straight up, it's like we're we're like just chilling in his playing video games, and it's like we start like hearing like moaning coming from the living room. We're just like, what the fuck is going on? We're just like, what's happening? And as, as soon as we get out into the hall, we start walking down, and we realize there's, there's porn on the TV in the living room. <laughs> so we start sneaking, and sneaking, and his little brother's just, like, sitting there fucking going at it. Like, he's just sitting there, just, just going to town. Like, he's just beating it so bad. Like, I'm pretty sure it's not there. And all of a sudden, like you hear Dwayne. Stepchild. You hear Dwayne, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He, like, throws the TV remote on the ground with his hand in his pants, and he just runs into his bedroom. <laughs> like leaves the porn on and everything and you can hear it and like the living room's in the middle of the house the hallway's like not not too long like there's a bathroom and then his room but his parents room is just on the other side of that tv how the hell did they not hear it <laughs> you just hear like s s chicks like moaning and everything and his little brother's just beating it in the living room and <laughs> Dwayne, what the fuck are you doing ah! and he just takes off fucking running to his bedroom on the other side of the damn house he was uh, actually caught more than once in the living room wasn't he because i'm oh, pretty yeah. sure that was, was the funniest though i think I, I think ryan and i were there one time when we caught oh, him oh his well. mom caught him once <laughs> oh my god you do not do it in the living room unless you are absolutely 100% sure that nobody is going to be coming home. I do it all the time. <laughs> but anyways. Just, the living room is just not a, not an option. Lived by yourself, 
or like oh yeah then you know why get up this and go to true. your room this you know but i mean true. it's a public area i mean like you have to share that area like with your guests and stuff why would you do that well they don't know what you do they in don't there. know but you know and you're just like yeah i spilled some there last time and you're sitting in it you <laughs> know it's like you, and you, you just have a little personal you know like joke with yourself an inside joke you know Yep. But the inside jokes are only funny if you have at least one other person to share it with. What are you going to do? And be it's like, hey, you just sit in my splooge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Raven said there's more than one person in her, in her head. So, All right. So everyone is, so far has done that uh, they've caught someone. So I got to do being caught because I've, I've never caught anyone. So un- unfortunately, I, I don't have that. I still kind of hate your mom. <laughs> um, well, I mean, my my mom's called uh, my mom's called me plenty of times when I'm doing it, and I just answer the phone, um, not while masturbating, while fucking, and just answer the phone because if I don't answer the phone, she'll just continuously call me until I do. Trust me, I found that out too. Um, the funny, the funniest time that I've ever been caught, I was uh, fucking. Okay, so the position is um, important. So it's like uh, I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's the it's like the laying down doggy position right to where the chick's completely flat like on her stomach and you're getting it from the back that's the 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 position that we're doing and we're we're like towards the end of the bed and progressively working our way closer and closer to the end of the bed the point to where she can her hands over the end of the bed Mm -hmm. so i'm just going at it right didn't know my grandfather had come home so he walks in and he's like what the fuck so what do i do he scared the shit out of me for one. For two, so I dismount in the quickest motion, like one motion ever. And when I did, I like pushed her forward. So she took a header off the end of the bed face first into <laughs> my floor. Flips over, spread eagle, it's over. So <laughs> I, dis- I dismount from her, push her. She takes a header straight into the fucking floor. And because like I dismounted, I went back and like off to my left. It was close enough to the ed- edge of the bed on that side to where I fell off the bed on that side, and like <laughs> went to where like I was almost like in a ball to where like my legs were still on the bed, but like the rest of my body was off of the bed, the desk there. So I slammed that fucking desk with my head in the process. I just I could still like picture <laughs> her taking a header. <laughs> into the fucking floor you painted a really good word picture thank you i guess you could say mine was getting caught but nobody confronted me about till afterwards like nobody was just like be like what the fucking you know there i am like pulling up my pants or you know hunch over and slapping my laptop my thing was i don't know i was young i don't probably like i don't know 14 15 whatever um, about the time you experience and finally figure out what masturbation is. I was staying at, at a friend's house and whatever, and I was on the couch in the living room. He was at his like his room, I guess, like that or whatever. I'm decided, you know, nobody's here, whatever. I'm just going to go ahead and rub one out. So, and I think he lived with his grandparents. So, eventually, I guess, I don't know if I was making too much noise. I don't really remember, but I guess the grandmother caught me or at least seen or something like that, but she didn't confront me. So I guess when my dad came to pick me up, I guess she told him that I like I just go home, not think of anything of it. A couple nights later, he comes in. I forget how it all started, but it basically pretty much started with the whole like birds and the bees talk to me. I forget what like what happened. He's like, hey, you know, come with me real quick. I'm gonna um, let's go like clean up this or whatever. So and I remember sitting on the golf cart with him, just talking about this crap. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, oh by the way, it's you masturbating. I was like, oh. <laughs> So you you getting caught jerking off at your friend's house resulted in your dad giving you the birds and bees talk. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like after the conversation was over, he's like, oh, by the way, so I was so called you masturbating. I was like, oh. And if you want to hear that segment in its entirety, go back and listen to episode 22. Have you ever been caught mas- having sex or have you ever caught someone masturbating or having sex from episode 22? So for my third and final segment, I picked from episode 31, Corey's story, as I call it. Or have you ever done something shitty to your friend or uh, has a friend ever done something shitty to you? So I brought Corey on to tell a story that happened a long time ago. And basically, I like to say that it's foreshadowing to uh, how I still am and that I'm a fucked up person. So what do you guys think of that uh, Corey story? You know, I, I honestly I, didn't even know you did that. I thought it was hilarious. Like, I just, I, I couldn't oh, stop funny. laughing. I mean, I agree. It's funny as hell, but it's a dick move. Is that another one of them of the movie type things? Pretty much. It was also the way Corey told the story. He just had, like, absolutely perfect comic timing the way yeah. he told that story. Like, he just nailed all the most ridiculous aspects of the story. Like, and just, like, just nailed them. Like, it made them seem, like, so ridiculously, like, hilarious. He's he, like one of those guys who's a great storyteller. He can be. He's one of them people like me that we like to put... We want you, when we tell the story, we want you to be there. We don't go Stephanie Meyer over the top, describe the jar in the corner, but we like to give you a lot of detail so you can really feel like you're in the story. And he does really good with that, I I, I feel, especially in this segment. What is the most fucked up thing you've done to a friend or that they have done to you? We brought a friend of mine in so that he can tell a story about something I did to him. My friend's name is Corey. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's been many years ago now. This is back when, before I even had a license. So bicycle was pretty much everywhere I had to go. Well, one particular day, I get a phone call from Mike saying, Dude, I need you to get over here right now. I'm like, dude, my mom's not home. I can't be here right now. He's like, I don't care what you got to do, but I need you here, and I mean as fast as possible. Okay, I'm on the way. So I walk outside, and of course, my bicycle is broken. And I look over, and there's my youngest sister, her bike, regular bike. It's a white bike with pink and purple all over it. <laughs> the only thing I'm missing is tassels on a basket. I'm talking like, we're talking purple rims and white tires, pink handlebar grips. Oh, yeah. Big, burly-looking dude with long hair. Wear an ACDC t-shirt, riding this little girl's bicycle. No, it's not just up the street. No. The time I lived like two and a half miles away from Mike's house. And there's a bunch of hills in between. And for some odd reason, I think that was like the hottest summer I can remember. <laughs> it's like 102 degrees outside, or at least it felt like it. By the time I finally make it all the way over to Mike's house, I'm pouring sweat. Just I can't breathe. It's so hot outside. I'm about to die. So he brings me inside. He starts pumping me full of bottles of water. I'm like, okay, what on earth is so important? I had to be here right now. He whips out this like wads of cash. They're not even like folded properly. It's just like balled up pieces of money. <laughs> and he says, I need you to go down to Metters and buy as many condoms as you can with this. I said, dude, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> 
<laughs> He's like, I wish I was. Which is a typical Michael answer. <laughs> so I said, dude, I am not riding that VHM. Oh, no. This time I get to sport Michael's bike, which is a nice mountain bike, you know, different gears, you know. I said, well, give me a few more minutes so I can, you know, pump myself full some more, with some more water. Now, Matter's gas station is not just a hop, skip, and a jump. It's like a mile, mile and a half. So I ride my happy ass all the way down to the store. And, of course, by the time I get there, I'm all pouring ass sweat again, looking just all haggard as hell. And I walk in the store, and it's like just some backwoods little country store, Matter's is. And I'm looking up and down the aisles. I'm the only one in the store besides the clerk. And finally, I can't find any rubbers anywhere in the store. I'm like halfway down the first aisle, and I'm finally just like, you know what, screw it. I said, man, where the hell do y'all keep the condoms? <laughs> this lady just starts straight busting up laughing because she seen me ride up on a bicycle. <laughs> she goes, we keep them behind the if people kept stealing the condoms. I'm like, well, I guess it's a good thing out here. She says, well, how much? How many do you need? I said, I just ripped up this whole ball of wadded ball of cash. And I'm like, how many of that can buy me? She just starts laughing and she starts uncrumbling the money. And I'm like, at this point, I'm pretty well pissed. I'm like, and the sad thing is, none of these are for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And this lady is just like doing everything she can to not just straight start losing it in front of me, laughing. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a great day. <laughs> she, we get like, I don't know, it was like, 15 boxes of condoms. And I think there's like three per box. There's a lot of rubbers there, okay? I got my brown paper bag. I jump on Mike's bicycle and ching, ching, Take it all the way back to Mike's house. And he's pumping me full of more water. Thinking, all right, my job is done. Boy, am I wrong again. <laughs> he says, I need you to do me one more favor. I said, I'm not leaving on any more friggin' bicycles today. He goes, no. The only thing you have to do is sit there. And I have this positive look on my face. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> he says, I've got the cunt in the room. I need you to be a lookout for Grandma. And Grandma is where? She's next door. Oh, great. You know what? Screw it. I get to sit in the AC with water. I don't even care. Go away. So I'm sitting there. And everything's just fine. No big deal. Petting the dog. Sitting by the window. All of a sudden, I start hearing noises. And at first, I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, you might hear a bump on the wall. Okay, that's cool. And then I start hearing small moans. <laughs> okay, a little creepy. Whatever. Yeah. Last time the dog's already done playing with me, they were laying in the sleep in the corner. All right, okay. Well, then it starts turning into, like, real moaning. I don't know what to do. I don't want to sit there and hear my buddy and the cunt just going at it. So the first thing that pops in my head, I just start singing. I'm like, on the road again. I can't wait to be on the road again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thing is, you know, 10 minutes or nothing like that. So Mike's in there with the cunt for like a good solid hour and a half. I thought, of every single song I, I thought of every single song I could possibly think of and sang them out loud. I, I'm out. But <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, I, I look out the window. Grandma walks next door, and I freak. I'm like, hey, Grandma's on the way. Red alert, red alert, get at your asses, out of there. And you hear a lot of, like, fumbling noises from the room, like bed 
hitting the wall. You can hear everybody like grabbing stuff. I'm like, well, at least that part's over. Yeah, I was slightly wrong again. <laughs> so grandma walks to the door. Oh, hey, Corey, what are you doing here? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and by this time, I mean, just a split second before grandma's walked to the door, Mike and the cunt run out of the room with a blanket sit down on the couch right next to each other and like have this disheveled look on their faces, like hairs all screwed up. Somebody's been sweating, you know. <laughs> and everybody, you know, they're just sitting there on the couch and like they're watching TV, you know. I'm like, wow, this is just too close for comfort here. I'm sitting there on the couch with grandma in the room. We're all watching TV. I think it's all over. Until we, I look over and my blanket's doing a little moving. <laughs> if you want to hear that segment in its entirety, just go check it out. Episode 31, first segment, can't miss it, find out what happens. And that does it for this episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Dale. And Greg. 30 Minutes of Mayhem, iTunes, YouTube. If you're an Android listener, go check it out on Stitcher and Spreaker. That's uh, other places that we're available. Donate to us on PayPal, because we could... we're fucking done. See you next week. Hopefully you enjoyed my favorite segments, and that's it. Later, fellas. <laughs>